everybody, and welcome to Movie Guys Podcast. Tonight we're talking about Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. And before we continue, this review is filled with spoilers. So if you haven't seen it, turn off the show and come back later. But it's, of course, it's myself, Jordan, here with Eric and Ed. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, man. This pretty, 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 pretty good. <laughs> movie discussion, right? We're not, we're not going into it. This is, I think, the basis of all of our movie talks now is that we are presuming that everyone has seen the movie. And yeah. these are afterthoughts of the movie of whatever we're going to be talking about, right? Absolutely. Yes. So just so people know that these are spoiler filled. And if you have not seen it yet, or if you're just one of those people like me sometime, where you're like, I don't want to see it. I'll listen to a show. Then more power to you. But uh, <laughs> this is going to be interesting. I don't know how Eric or Ed feels. They don't know who I, they don't know how I feel yet. I think they have a good idea, but we'll get into Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. Yeah, this is exciting. Actually, uh, go, doing uh, it differently this way, knowing that this week we, I've, I've, I, we've not talked about it at all, whether it be on no. Messenger. So I have no idea what your guys' opinions are on it. I think you guys already know because of my Facebook update. But yes, uh, but I, I, I'm excited because uh, before we get into it, can we just say that since its release, uh, we, I've seen many, many a. Mixed review, more shying towards the bad of this yes. movie. A lot of people yes. saying that they, they did not like this movie. They're they're slamming Zack Schneider, uh, and and his direction. They're yes. slamming the studio in in their hastefulness of just trying to get uh, or catching up to Marvel and getting it out there. And, yes. Uh, but not a lot seem to be slamming the actual casting or characters. And maybe no, we can yeah. get into that uh, a little bit more to it. I, I don't know. Do I would just, love to get in. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Shoot, just, I 100% agree. Yeah. Be, uh, the cast is great, actually. Uh, I actually enjoyed the cast a lot, more than what I thought. I will get into the fact that I think, and this is probably controversial, I, I, I am blown away by Ben Affleck. I was not assuming, but for me, Ben Affleck is my Heath Ledger now. I think he is a terrific Bruce Wayne. And I think he's an even wonderful Batman. I was Completely blown away. Completely agree. Completely agree with you. I think that Ben Affleck did an amazing job. Yeah. Uh, he was terrible in Daredevil, but that movie was... Well, he was okay in Daredevil, but that movie sucked. But I thought yeah. he did a tremendous job in this in this role. Yeah. No, Kudos. That, Kudos yeah, there, was, there, was, there were some moments for the film that I was groaning a lot when he was doing stuff because he does the one thing that Batman does not do. We all know what he does. He kills. Yeah, I, that, and, you know what? I was I was saying that as the movie was going, he was just like, "What the? This Batman's just killing Andrew <laughs> left and right." Yes, yes. He just and his thing is that you had the dream sequence, which we'll talk about much later as we go on. But you had the dream sequence. I was like, "What? He's shooting M16s and blah blah." blah. But then when <laughs> it's the but when it's the actually real world quote unquote happening. He's rolling over motherfuckers with a with a with the, with a Batmobile. I'm just like Jesus Christ! Like, oh my God! This Batman is heads and tails above uh, uh, Christian Bale. Like, this guy's amazing. Yeah, he's really, really darker. Like, really, just don't give a fuck, Batman anymore. You know? No, no, no. But the but the, but the one negative that I will say is the voice. Um, I like how they try to do something different with him, not just going. Rrr. The microphone, the, the voice <laughs> changer. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, the microphone voice changer is an interesting take, but it was a little too too out there for me a little bit. I get the premise, and I like the idea, but the execution of the voice was just a little off for me. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can see that, but it also, if you think about it, like, that might have been an invention because Ben Affleck, even though he's really good in this role, doesn't have that that deep Batman masculine, I'm going to whoop your ass voice. Sure. So, yeah. like, you can see him as Bruce Wayne and he has his normal conversations, but then can you see him saying the things that Batman was saying in the movie as Batman with that kind of sort of higher octave voice that he does have? It wouldn't have made, it made Batman, it would make Batman come off as kind of a pussy. So maybe sure. they added that element of the movie into the story because of that. It made Bat Batman seem more badass like he needs to be. No, yeah. I mean, Ed, I agree with you. And, Ed, I'm really happy that you agree with my opinion. And, Eric, you seem to agree, too, with how I feel about um, Batman. I mean, I thought I, I was 
At the beginning, I was like, eh. But as the movie progressed on, he kind of grew on me, and I was really impressed. But other than that, Eric and Ed, I'm sorry. I, I, I'm. This is this is garbage. This no, no, thank, thank you. Because oh, I, I get, now uh, there's. I wanted to talk with somebody about this, and it seemed for the most part that uh, my circle of friends either have not seen it or the people, the few that have, actually enjoyed it. And you can't go arguing somebody online because that's just dumb to argue with somebody <laughs> online. Hey, forums. I just want to get everyone's take on, respectively, so and then you know. Yeah. Downvote, downvote, you're a fag, you're a fag, you know, all that, you know, so, oh, great, great talk, everybody. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really wanted to, because uh, I've read a lot about the, the arguments people have, why they don't like it, and, and actually, before we go into it about the Batman, can we just say that his wardrobe, it was badass in this movie, too. The the desert uh, trench coat Batman, yes. that was dope. I thought that the, yes. the metal, the Superman armor suit was pretty dope, too. Yes. No, yes. What about yes, the one? What about the the armor that he had that Joker had obviously defiled? He had it just that's basically in his little museum. That was that's a, not his armor. That is that's Robin's armor. Is it? That's Robin's it? armor. Yes, because because it had the staff, mm. right? Because ah, is, see, you caught you this, caught something I didn't. This is the fan theory. The fan theory is if you Google Joseph Joseph, if you go Google. Jared Leto's Joker. It's that. It's that very controversial poster of him with all the tattoos. On the left or right arm, there is a Robin feather or a Robin tattoo. And if anybody who's a fan of the comics knows that Jason Todd, Robin too, gets killed by Joker. The theory is Jared Leto is Jason Todd. Well. Ah, so that is, but that is Robin's costume because it says in Joker's thing, whatever. Haha, jokes on you. It was red. It had the staff, and Robin has the staff. We'll have to. I'll have to obviously see the movie again to to, to confirm that. I thought it was Batman, but if you saw it, you, you mean if you saw it and you you know you think so, that then that, it's a great point. You prove me incorrect, but you know I think overall. Like the whole Batman aspect of it, other than they, I think they went a little too deep into the Batman story because we were, you know, I was hoping that they wouldn't go that deep when we were talking about it in the last podcast. Um, but I think they, they just, like we were saying, how they assumed we knew, but they didn't, they, they didn't, they went too deep for my liking. They made this too much about Batman when this is a Superman movie. Um, I'm going to disagree to a point, but. Uh, okay. Oh, oh, and. We'll go into it with this, uh, because Eric, I know you wanted to hear our, you know, my opinion of why I didn't like it. But before I say why I didn't like it, uh, Ed, did you like it? Did you not like it? I loved it. Okay, loved so it. Eric loved it. Ed loves it. I hate it. So let's start off with what I hate about it. The first thing I hate about it is Ed going off of your question. Why in the uh, – I'm sorry. I'm so angry at this <laughs> point that I'm, I'm, my words get twisted. Let it go. Why – are they giving us another origin story? I'm tired of Batman origin. This already, is, I mean, start off with this? Why? And you're doing Why? the answer to this? I, you're itching, man. I can see it. Yeah, this is, this is not an origin. This is not a Batman origin story. If anything, this is an origin story for the Justice League. Because you can see, like, and they go into it to where you obviously there's Wonder Woman and then they show you the Aquaman stuff, and they show you the Flash stuff. You know, like you can sort of, you can sort of pick those things out. That's the only real origin story that I see. I think that even though, like I said, that they went too deep into reintroducing Batman, you know, they 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 just tell you like, hey, listen, Bruce Wayne's family got killed, and now he's an older Batman. Yeah, you know, but okay. he even says in the movie, I'm older now than my father ever was. Okay, okay, so you're right. I'm not saying this movie is a Batman origin. I'm saying the beginning credits. Why do we have to have I got Bruce? Why? Go ahead, Eric. Because it's annoying. No, I, I understand completely, and I was hoping that they were going to do that because, again, don't insult the audience. We pretty much know what's going uh, what's going on, and so I kind of eye rolled when all that stuff was happening. It's like, oh, God, please again! Like it's almost like going yes. to, it's almost like going to church. It's like, guys, I've, I've heard the story a thousand times. Like, let's go. Yes. You know, geez, it's just a different person telling <laughs> it this time. But yes. I, I think. The reason why they did that is because Zack Snyder was trying to do the same thing where he's 
painting a picture in his mind and he doesn't want to insult the audience. And so he did it a clever way where you knew that part all for one thing, where you get to see uh, uh, Master Wayne say Martha. You get to hear mm -hmm. him saying mm -hmm. his wife, Bruce's mother's name, Martha, because it has such a key point in another big gripe about the movie, another huge gripe about the movie, is uh, jumping again from beginning to end here, when Batman is, is has him at mercy, has Superman at mercy, and the name Martha comes up and kind of hits Batman to like, oh, wait a second. Now, they did that kind of cheesy, I, I, I'll say that, or kind of hasted to kind of rush some time. But basically what I got from it, and I might just be giving it service just because I am a fanboy. I'm admitting that now, everybody. But <laughs> I think that the – because one thing that they highlighted is that the entire time – I'm gonna, I'm just going – I'm going off, by the way, right now. Yeah. Batman doesn't like Superman because of not only what had happened, but because this alien thing came in out of nowhere, uninvited, came into his territory and started fucking shit up. And all Batman sees, all Bruce Wayne sees is that this alien is foreign. And anything unknown and foreign, no matter how good or whatever they seem to be, usually is not a good thing. And so that's why his hatred kind of starts and goes into it more and more. But he sees him always as an alien. He always addresses him, alien, this alien, this alien. And then that at that point, when Superman says Martha, he clicks and says, this, is, this, is, this guy has a mother. This guy has an Earth mother. Has a mother just like me. This guy is, is human. Earth is his home. And... Maybe that's kind of the acceptance there. I might be stretching. I might be pushing. I can admit that. But uh, that's the only explanation that I can see. Maybe in the brilliant work of Ben Affleck's acting. <laughs> I saw all the face. He's like, oh, that's right. Superman is, this is the only home that he knows. Is that he grew up here. He has a mother named Martha. You know, and so I. You know, I, I completely agree with you that going back to the beginning to his credits, they, thinking about it now. In that key uh, plot point, when, when when he does, he's getting ready to kill Superman, and he and he doesn't because it says the name. That is that that's that satisfies my thoughts on it as to why they gave the origin story. So that they, later on, when they say, when Batman or excuse me, when Superman says, "Save Martha, go save Martha," when they see when when he says that because Batman's getting ready to kill him, go save my mom. That that's the reason they introduced that story. So now I, I'm I'm completely agree with that. I'm completely fine with that story now. I yeah, agree but what with Jordan, Jordan, I really clearly I do agree with you on this though that those parts are kind of done, obviously in cut to make room for movie time, or just yes. less of movie time. And I would feel that if they maybe had just a little bit more explanation, then those those shots, those scenes could have been more impactful. Could have been more storytelling rather than it just being like. Super Batman just going, oh, you said Martha? Wait, why did you say that name? Oh, that's that's yeah. my kryptonite when you say that name. <laughs> you know? Clearly. No, yeah, I mean, just for me, not knowing at that point in the movie that Martha was going to have, you know, a full circle with it, the first thing that I thought when, I, when the credits was happening was, I know the origin, majority of people that I'm assuming that have seen this movie, that are seeing this movie, know this origin, why do we have to start here? To me, the movie would have been better if the movie just started with Ben Affleck riding around in his in his in his SUV. Why why the fights happen? Because it gets because it gets you right into the movie. You know what's going on. You don't know who Ben Affleck is yet if you don't know what the heck's going on. And then when you hear somebody say Mr. Wayne, you put it together. And to me, but that's I, just a tighter script. I think you sort of answered your own question, Jordan, because like the reason they did all of that before cutting into action going back to the, the the superman movie when bruce wayne's driving through metropolis in his in his jeep renegade uh you'd think he'd have a much more expensive vehicle by the way that's the only flaw that i have with this movie is all the dodge chrysler jeep dodge ram <laughs> vehicles in this movie and aston martin <clears throat> yeah yeah there you go. about the aston martin uh, but uh but well but here here's the thing like because you said yourself that you didn't know where they were going to go. You didn't know that they were going to be tying this whole thing in. I think that's the beauty of this movie and Zack Snyder's uh, filmmaking abilities in this movie is that he tied the whole story. He brought that plot point back to the beginning. He told, he told that story and went through the movie. You didn't like it at the beginning. I didn't like it either. I hated the, what they were doing. But then bringing it back you know, back to the to the point to where he we were talking about when 
when Batman has him at his mercy and he says that name and, it, and it, he just falls apart, that brings it back. I think that's brilliant filmmaking. Well, see, that's an interesting point because, like, like I said, it's not bad when it comes full circle, but I'm just talking about, you know, my initial gut reaction. Mm -hmm. You know, the mm -hmm. first punch in the face. It was like, oh, God. But not only was that the first punch in the face, the knockout punch in that opening was Batman becomes mythical because Bruce Wayne falls at his parents' funeral, which we've seen a thousand times already before, and then he gets lifted up by bats. Somehow. I, I, that was He's a levitating. Huge that I, was stupid. I actually, I was audible at that point. I went, no. Like, like <laughs> seriously, if that's how they were going to do it, I was getting ready to just be like, oh, I, I might... I might just have to walk out on this. Like, from the start, if that's what's going to happen, I was like, please be yes. a dream. Please be a dream. And sure enough, it yes. was. And I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> Whew, sigh of relief. Let's, let's get going. Yeah. It, was, it, was, it was just disheartening. But then we get into some interesting political debates. And I like where the movie went. But what Batman and Superman fails to do is it doesn't give it, and I know, Ed, you're going to hate me for this, it doesn't give it that realism of a serious political debate. What this movie could have done is really could have hit home on what's going on now in America. We had, of course, that didn't happen when they made the movie, but we had the attack on Brussels recently. We had the attack in Paris. I mean, our fear is terrorism. And they're talking about false idols and false gods. I think they missed, I think they missed the train on this one. Instead of talking about false idols and false gods, have this be a conflict about what's going on currently in the world so well, people can relate to it more. Well, they do. They mention terrorists. They mention the word terrorist. They mention. I don't remember, I don't remember exactly when that they mentioned it, but just thinking about when you were saying. Now, I mean, I don't, it's, not the, it's not Zack Snyder's job to talk about present-day political issues. It's really not. It's not. I think, they right. played the, I think they played the political aspect in this context Maybe not perfectly, but I couldn't think. I can't think of a better way for them to have done it, off the top of my head. Is that there are legitimate? There are legitimate concerns. Let's take the real world aspect, and it's the you know the Senate has a Superman special subcommittee, right? Yeah. Real realistically speaking, there would be somebody who hates Superman enough to and made enough noise saying we need to talk about Superman as a government, you know, and that obviously was this woman. And, you know, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, the senator. Um, but, you know, they, they, they bring up that committee and she's, you know, talking about how Superman does this. And that he, we don't, we don't hate the fact that he's Superman. We don't, we just don't like the fact that he acts unilaterally. He, that he, and then, so then they're saying about the God stuff, you know, that he believes he's higher. That's Batman. That's Batman doing that. That's not the government, the, the what's her name? I can't remember her name, the senator. Uh, that's Finch, her. played by Holly okay. Hunter. Okay, she. That's not her saying that. That's Batman saying that. That's that's uh, that's, that's that's Lex, Lex Luthor saying it. Yeah, Lex that Luthor. That, yeah, that Lex Luthor and Batman does even say something along the lines. I don't remember what it is verbatim, but he's he's talking about like you know him being him not having to answer to anybody, him being a god or something like that. Um, well, you know, but I think I really honestly think that there's no other way that they could have done this because it would pose a huge concern. Look at all the people that got killed. Look at the money that's going to be spent now. There's probably trillions of dollars worth of damage done to Metropolis when well, he, when okay. Superman and Zod fought. You know what? Maybe I apologize. Maybe maybe I'm making myself too clear on my gripe with it. I guess my big gripe with it is that I don't think they did it enough. Because okay. to jump ahead, Superman goes to the Senate to talk to them, and the guy with no legs gets blown up, ah. and it just, and then it, they just forget about it. Let's segue this then, because that brings up a good point. I agree with you that they didn't do it enough, but at the same time, you have to have some some plot building points for other characters, and then you got to have some action, kick-ass scenes here too. So you have a True. lot going on in this movie. So I agree with you because something like that can be left for its own movie and I feel yes. like the one my one thing with this movie is that Zack Schneider I think was cornered by DC in saying hey listen we still got to play catch up 
and we if we need to release four other movies in next uh, in the next three seasons, then we need to kind of do intros now, which is a silly idea because yes, they could just keep this one going just like they did Iron Man, and just keep it going kind of on its own pace and tell a story. They have about four stories that they crammed into this one movie. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Absolutely, that's my. That's my second biggest gripe. Eric, you're 100% right. That's why this movie's two and a half hours long. Mm-hmm. We have gotten so many characters. I think we got more characters in this than what we do in an Avengers movie. Oh. I mean, this is, this is ridiculous. Like, Zack Snyder and DC and Warner Brothers, you're 100% right, Eric. That's like, oh, that, that nailed in the coffin. Like, that's one, that was my biggest gripe. Well, as it's a like, fanboy, that, that's, uh, it was my thing because I, I, these are the stories that I love. Like, these, these are why I love these characters so much. It's because the series where it was Batman versus Superman was so much uh, yeah. different. And there, there was a lot of dark and kind of just like these, these two tyrants were fucking weak to each other. They did have weaknesses. Neither one of them are perfect, and they are just going toe-for-toe toe in physical and emotional bouts. It's, it's really wonderful to hear those two just kind of let it out. And then, I said, I've already mentioned Doomsday many yeah. fucking time on this. And then, and then Justice League is its own damn thing. And then Lex Luthor is his own damn thing. Yes. Well, here, here's, what I think, here's what I think they did, and I this is why I think it's a lot of people's huge, have huge gripes with this movie is this movie has the feel of a comic book. That's what I think that they did here. And I think that it, much like the reasons why most Superman movies haven't worked before, and, you know, because Superman is a comic book hero that just doesn't translate to film very well. This movie, I think, the reason why I sort of, I, I sort of picked it up later, that's what comic books do. They pack a lot of shit into a few pages. And even though I agree with you guys that they probably went, the DC probably went to, to Zack Snyder and said, we need to introduce the story to play catch up. And we need to do it now, and here's how we need to do it. But I think that he did what he could do, and he turned it into a comic book. And I think a lot of people are looking at past Batman stories, the Chris Nolan Batmans, and not liking Ben Affleck and not liking this movie because that's not this Batman. This Batman is the comic book Batman. And, you know, the, the reason I, I just feel like they just. Like you had said, they crammed a lot of information, but the way they did it was very comic book-esque. And, that, you know, I think when I noticed that, that's when I started to actually open up and change my mind about this movie. Well, okay, okay. For an example, one of the things that I that I didn't understand was, and I think they missed the ball on this one, is uh, Batman himself. Because if you are a fan of Batman, like all three of us know or are fans of or got knowledge of Batman in the comics... Uh, ben Affleck is completely wearing the Dark Knight Returns uh, suit, if you guys know what I'm talking about. And yeah. he he didn't return in this, and I think that's where they missed an opportunity. I think that the movie should have stated very soon, very early on, that Batman is no more. There's not been a Batman for five, ten years. He is retired. And because of what happened in Metropolis... That's what brings him out of retirement that goes with the Dark Knight Returns comic book feel because the costume that he wears is exactly from that comic. That's yeah. also in Again, Batman criminal, Superman. Criminal lauded to the into a, to a movie yeah. like this. I just I just I think I the missing, I think the only reason Jordan, I'm gonna go back to my point. I think the only reason they gave him that costume is because that's the bat they knew that they were going up against that Batman. They knew that's what they were going up against. So they, they correlated this the costumes to make it at least look the same. And they do say, I don't they don't say verbatim that I've been at that he's been out of retirement, but they say something along the lines of, I've you know, I've sort of been out of the game and they make a mention of, you know, that he's been out for a while. That like Alfred says, you know, I something along the lines, I'm gonna miss it, but he says something along the lines of, you know, I, I missed this or it's good to see you like this again when he first introduced Alfred. No, yeah, it's Subtleties. just, I, I guess it was just that one, yeah. it, it's subtle, which is fine, but I guess I was just, me, was just missing that one line of, you know, I've been retired for five years, this guy did, Superman did what he did, so I'm going to come out of retirement, because they made a mention that for 20 years he's been cleaning up Gotham City, but mm-hmm. uh, no, this is something that I missed, because The Dark Knight Returns is one of my favorite comic books. And I really like that costume, and I was just, okay, they're going to be, because not only the costume, his gadgets, the Batmobile, the Batwing, that was all from that comic. So that's kind of why I was missing that. Another unpopular opinion, 
that I did like about the movie is I again I'm shocked that I'm saying this, but um, I forget his name. I have seen him in a bunch of films. My first introduction to him was uh, the bad guy in Die Hard with a Vengeance, but he is probably perhaps the best Alfred I have seen. Jeremy uh, Irons. God. Oh Jeremy yeah. Irons. I thought mm-hmm. Michael Caine was great. This guy is better than Michael Caine. He just he just he has. See, Michael Caine's Alfred was a mixture. A butler. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. He a was, caretaker. Yeah, like he was he was an Mixed old wise man. Yeah, you know? a, a father, you know. <clears throat> you know when Michael Caine's Alfred in the Batman trilogy, in Nolan's Batman trilogy, said that he used to work for, you know, the Queen, and they were talking about the jewel thief and the Dark Knight and all that stuff. I don't believe it when he said that. If this Alfred said this, I would believe it. He gives this sense of, badassery that the other Alfred in the Nolan series never did. I really like this Alfred. I think this was a good cha- casting choice. Jeremy Irons, you said, right? That's right, Scar. But keep so, keep like, in mind, keep in mind, Jordan, Scar, that they when they rebooted the Superman series, they pretended like the five movies didn't happen. So they are probably, you know, you, you see, they're getting rid of the canon. So that standalone Batman trilogy was brilliant, but they could be Having the mindset of the other movies are other subset. This is not the storyline. This is a different storyline. Oh, 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 yeah, 100%. Absolutely. I'm just saying that the line that Michael Caine delivered in The Dark Knight about the jewel thief and all the stuff that he did with the Queen, and as a soldier, I don't believe him because he's this brittle, kind of old fatherly man where Jeremy Irons is Alfred. If, 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 I'm just saying, if he would have said that story, I would would believe him more. But here's the thing, and here's my point with that. You comparing this Batman story to that Batman story is why people don't like, is why I'm seeing that a lot of people aren't liking this Batman idea because they're they're trying to create parallels where they're not, but they don't exist. I, you know what? I think those people are kind of ignorant, to be quite honest with you. <laughs> the reason you. why I'm saying that is because I go into this with low expectations because I don't really know what to expect. And I'm not comparing this to the Nolan trilogy. I'm just – that was a great Batman trilogy. So, of course, I'm going to compare some things, but that's not going to jeopardize how I feel about this movie. I'm ready for a new Batman. I know I'm talking a lot. I'm sorry, but I had my no, Nolan sorry. Batman for three movies. I had Christian Bale as Batman for three movies. I'm ready for a fresh face. I'm ready for something new. And I got something new, and I was very happy with it. Um, I just I, – but I, I, I like Ben Affleck as Batman. I could not believe that. I liked him as Bruce Wayne, the best Bruce Wayne in the whole fucking Batman movie series in my opinion <laughs> because he has this playboy philanthropist, but he's also a smartass. Like I just love his Bruce Wayne it's and his Batman's arrogance. Bad. Yeah, it's this, it's this old man. I mean, they even put gray hair, gray streaks in his hair. Like, it, <laughs> and they, it's they even say, they even say like he even has Alfred. There's even a line when it says Alfred says, "Well, at least we know that the the next Wayne, uh, the next generation of Waynes won't inherit the wine cellar." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, like, and it, basically, that's that's exactly their, your what you were saying. Your point is, you know, he's arrogant. It is what it is. He he doesn't know what it's like to be at the bottom of anything. No, he doesn't. And you know? Eric, Ed, I don't know what you guys feel about this. This is my big gripe with Batman. And I want to hear your guys' opinion. He was too strong for his age. Now, I know this is a comic book movie and this is super and all that stuff. But they were hammering in that he's an older Batman. They have gray hair on his head. Um, you know, he's a little bit out of shape. But towards the end of the movie, when he's out of the armor suit and he's in his normal Batman suit kicking ass out of these guys... There was no sense of realism of him getting winded, or you know something like that. You know, like there's there's uh, there's no he's just he's just way too strong, and I guess I wanted that conflict. What do you guys think? Well, they give they give you the workout montage, you know, so they're trying to alleviate that part of it. But he, I think, you know, I could be wrong. I might be remembering it differently, maybe just because he's beat up. But at the end of the fight, he's just sort of dragging Superman along. Like, he's tired. He's obviously gotten his ass whooped. He's been out of the game for a little while. We're assuming now during this conversation. I, I just, I, I think that, you know, I, I don't like a lot of the, the way that they actually did it. I just like the theory and the concept behind it, um, you know, of what you're saying. I, I, I think, Jordan, I think you and I are completely going to disagree about everything about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's okay. I mean, yeah, that's, I, that's I, the I, point I, of this. Eric, what do you think? What do you think, Eric? Going back to what uh, to what Ed had said, 
this was a comic book movie. Like, this is something that they actually did where I, I feel that it worked, where the Superman, the Man of Steel, sorry, everyone, series, the Man of Steel saga is is, is a bit darker. It's a bit grittier. All the characters are, are more realistic with their depression. Like, they... They hate what they do, but they know they need to do it. Like, this is just kind of how the, the life that they were born into type thing. You can really see yeah. it wear on their shoulders, on their faces, and their character while in and out of the costume. It's really it's really great to kind of see this this world of these, these guys that really uh, just, uh, you know, are just mad about life, I guess. Like... I, I've told you okay. in the last one that the reason why I like the Henry Cavill or, or, um, as Superman so much is just because you can tell that this is such this is just such a curse for him. Like he was thrown into this alien planet that he just happens to have superpowers, and instead of like hiding yeah. it or kind of being this this controversy, he'll just use it for good. But for every one good thing that he does, it's countered by something awful. Usually, he just can't win. He can't catch a break, and people are just you know, really just, just uh, hating him for it. And then with Batman, too, people have always been kind of the same way with him. Like, he's this vigilante. You could tell that both these these two these two guys just... Uh, it, it eats yeah. at them, you know? That's, I, com- I well, completely well, Eric, to go this on dark part. Eric to... Oh, wait, oh, I'm sorry, but... No, let me wrap up real quick, then I'll, then I'll let you go. But it was, the, it was just the comic book part where this Batman is... Like this beefy fucking tank of a Batman type thing, and he's just—he was, yeah, he is. Like you know, is he's the comic book Batman, as as he said, and he's just gonna be able to throw. He's he's fighting Superman here, man. I mean, like, regardless of what he say, what shape he's in, like, you're fighting Superman. He has to be badass. Yeah, has to be badass. Which, I, I get you. That yeah. part, that fight scene where he just rail him in the face, and all of a sudden Superman just kind of the the kryptonite wears off, and he just yeah yeah starts taking <laughs> the it's, fist punches, yeah. It's ridiculous. Eric, I'm going to agree with you because uh, the greatest line in the whole movie is Kevin Costner, where he says the line, uh, um, you know, when he, where, when he tells the story of the flood on the farm. Right. And, you know, and he, he sees Superman sees him in a vision and he tells him about this flood on a farm and how him and his dad were up all night digging a trench to get the flood away from the farm. And then the next day. All the horses on this other guy's farm was drowning. So you're 100% right. On the one thing Superman does good, something bad's going to happen. That's mm-hmm. an amazing conflict. Take, take the, uh, the the Senate meeting. He Superman wanted to do good. He wanted to stand trial in front of everybody and, and yeah. talk about this, be diplomatic about this. And what the hell happens? He goes there and the guy in the wheelchair blows everyone up? Like Yeah. And, he and the knows, look on his face, the look on his face in the fire was just like, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he, he went there with good intentions, and innocent and good people were, died because of it. Absolutely. And, and since we're talking about that, let's talk about Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, um, uh, <laughs> Jesse Eisenberg. Because Jesse Eisenberg phoned in Mark Zuckerberg. This is the sequel to Social Network. No, I I disagree with this. He, is just how this guy is as an actor, Jordan. He this is, is what he does. Yeah, he is sick. terrible. The, the, he is the he is the second worst part about this movie. Yeah. He is terrible. Yeah, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> he's terrible. I mean, like his. I I understand it's the actor. I get it that the actor is the way he is, but don't give it to Jesse Eisenberg, because literally every single time this guy was on screen, it's like I was saying to my wife because she was watching with me. I said, "This is the sequel to Social Network." Yeah. He talks really fast. He uses his hands a lot. He's a rich young kid Awkward. in charge of a multi-million corporation. Awkward. He was but he was he, eating Jolly Ranchers. Here's here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I agree with I agree with you. I think that in terms of it being a film, it doesn't come across properly, you know. But this, the, what they did is they made a comic book, literally verbatim into a movie. And I remember Lex Luthor, even though he was older and you know it was a different Lex Luthor. I remember him being this person while reading the comics. I remember imagining this tweaky, weird kind of psychopath. And it like like Eric had said, this is the mo- this is much more realistic than most people are used to. Like 
a person who's a psychopath enough to be want to blow up a Senate hearing because with a with a para, with a paralyzed guy, this was how he would really be. I mean, I. I I, I don't like the fact that it doesn't come across well in film, and it didn't it wasn't appealing. But I think it should, that's how I thought of it in the comic books. Uh, you know what? Of course, I could be wrong with you too, because we already established how I feel about Batman, how you guys feel about Superman, mm -hmm. and all this stuff. But I feel that the best Lex Luthor ever was Kevin Spacey, because that's what I read. Oh, absolutely, about. Ooh, Gene Hackman, please. Gene Hack, okay, I'm wrong, but you know, I just, I just, it was because Jesse Eisenberg had some interesting conflict because to me, his his motivation to destroy Superman was because he doesn't like he just he just he just wants to beat he wants to beat God. Well, that's just what it seems like. They, and DC, you see, these movies always seem to have these age differences, and they really just can't seem to find the right like combination of age in between their villains and superheroes that really match. And it works out for all of their movies, just think about it, really with, with, yeah. with a lot of them. And the big one that I'm referring to is, yeah, like that Superman Returns, Brandon Routh played kind of like a younger Superman who obviously had already gone away and returned. So I don't know, he's supposed to be like some 30-something fucking Superman? Whatever. But <laughs> Lex Luthor is already the, the old senior Lex Luthor that, that is very identifiable with a lot of, uh, a lot of laymen. We're just bald kind of yeah. kind of hard very bossy you know and just kind of yeah. making orders like that uh, so i think that one uh, may have been kind of um easier to play than than this this kookier one and this kookier one may have been a harder pill to swallow for new people coming in just because no it's it's yeah yeah 100 percent right because Eric. it is maybe yeah. jesse eisenberg and he is kind of typecasted into his own little thing and so yeah and it was a little overacted and ridiculous, especially in the jail cell scene. When that, thank you, the jailhouse scene. Let's talk about the, that's how he loses his hair. That's how he's bald. Yeah, really. Well, he gets shaped. Really, Doomsday doesn't, you know, get mutated like that either. But you know, we won't go into that either. Yeah, but yeah, but whatever. <laughs> no, we're getting into that because that's my number one gripe. Fuck Doomsday. This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. This is completely absurd. That's not Doomsday. Doomsday, I believe, was a little bit intelligent, if I'm correct. He's he was, not some... He's not a monster. He was more of a being. They Batman and robin us with this character. This is the bane <laughs> of the movie for yeah. Batman and Robin. I mean, I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? And I don't know much about Superman, but I guarantee you that, that, that Doomsday was not created by General Zod's dead body. No. Nope. I guarantee it. No, he was. He wasn't. He was just. He was buried underneath the earth, and uh, I believe just kind of uh, in a, in a box. I believe just kind of held there I, and quiet, and he just yeah, he kind I, of woke up I, one day. Yeah, if I remember right, he was a Kryptonian creature that was like sent to jail. It was like buried or something like that. And then when Krypton blew up, he came to Earth, just like every other bit of Krypt of Krypton somehow. And, you know, he was pissed. He got something happened. I don't remember exactly, but he got pissed off and woke up. And he was a mutated creature, but he could talk at least. What, what, what I'm upset about is that this is the villain for Justice League. And they shoehorned him in here because the studio is like, we got to catch up. We got to catch up to Marvel. They're beating the shit out of us. Look, DC, yeah. you lost. You lost the war. <laughs> it's over with. Curl up in a ball. And get in the shower and cry because he lost. No, they they, need to, they have plenty of time to to win their own. Marvel is gonna they what they need to to do is not worry about the war. They just need to worry about making a good and consistent product. People are gonna go see it. DC, listen to me now. If you put out a movie that has a, a recognizable name on it, like the Flash, if you give him his own his own feature. If you give Aquaman his own feature, if you give Wonder Woman, who you already did give her own feature, coming out, we'll talk about her in this movie a little bit later too. Yes, but we will. People will go see it. Just don't rush it. Like, don't worry about it. People are gonna go see it. I guarantee you, whether you release it in one year or the next, just make yes. it. Just make sure that that shit is airtight. Make sure that you appease both the new and the old. And damn it, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, because. I mean, am I wrong? Do you guys feel that this Doomsday 
is terrible. And second question, he didn't mean to be the big bad at the end of the movie. Okay, well, this was a Justice League thing. I'll what do you guys quick, think? I'll be quick with mine, if if you'll if you'll allow me to. I I do feel that Doomsday could have got his own movie. Uh, Doomsday is more exclusively just a Superman uh, villain rather than it being kind of a collective. But uh, okay. doesn't matter. Uh, I'll tell you what. Even though that that whole him coming to be where he was part, even though it was raising my eyebrow, just like like I guess it was kind of wrapped up and explained that it was in the ship and they used the ship technology to do whatever the hell. But either way, I didn't I didn't like it. Ugh. I didn't like the first form that he came out. I liked that he mutated into his the form that I would have expected him to have, more of a, like a crystalline yes. spike and disarmor type thing. Uh, gripes aside, that fight scene was badass. I don't even care what the hell you say, and I'm willing to overlook a lot of those gripes because that fight scene was badass. It was, okay. It was I great. Will, I will give you that. And it's what made Man of Steel good, too, because that last fight scene, it was cartoony, and it was everything that I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be just, just high action. Let me see the power in that hit. Damn. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, no, then, yeah, I agree. I agree. Damn, the fight was doing great. The, doing the cross, that red beam. Ah, oh, jeez. It reminded me of, what the hell is his name? Uh, ah, damn it. The guy is, Cyclops. I'm not, yeah, just like beaming up in the air, just letting <laughs> the rage out. Oh, my goodness. I, I I agree with you guys that, like, when I – when I when they introduced him, as soon as they as soon as they did it, and they said this is your Doomsday or whatever the hell Lex Luthor says, I turned to my cousin who I went and saw the movie with, and I says I, I can't believe they're introducing Doomsday at this point. Yeah. I mean, I know they needed a big bad guy, they needed to have a big fight scene, but like I, I didn't see them introducing Doomsday. I had I did not even have an inclination that they were doing that. They want to rush into Justice League. They want to wrap mm-hmm. up a few a few Superman things. And go in the Justice League. Although I do feel because Doomsday is also a bit more of a ridiculous one because it adds to the controversy of superheroes can come back from the dead uh, yeah. theory into it. It was the first one of the first ones that did it. Um, and you saw at the end, you already know Superman's coming back to life because Justice League yeah. has been announced and you can't have a Justice mm-hmm. League without Superman. Yeah. Uh, but we were introduced yeah. to a lot of the character, a lot of the metahumans too that Lex Luthor was watching. And coincidentally, or easy... Uh, for explanation enough, already gave them symbols for their files, by the way, too. Yeah. <laughs> good, good going, That's... Lex. Very, very good in your graphic art de- uh, department there. Um, Eric, I'm sorry not to interrupt you, but I had a question. I, I think I had it wrong. I know that they were watching Aquaman and Flash. Was the other guy Captain Marvel? No, Cyborg. I don't know who Cyborg is. Yeah. He is the uh... diversity. Was he yeah, a big the black guy. character? <laughs> he is DC's diversity. That's uh, I hate to say that you know that's what it is, but that's honestly what it is. Um, I don't mind it. Cyborg's a badass character. Like is he? I don't know anything about him. Cor- correct me if correct me if I'm wrong, Eric. Um, now, I, if I remember right, I mean obviously Wonder Woman, Flash, Aquaman, and then they had Green Lantern, and then was it like Martian Manhunter? They were all the originals, right? Martian Manhunter is a little bit later, but Hawk Girl was another one. Um, okay. Uh, Green Arrow, or the, the um, yeah, he was another one. The mm. uh, then uh, they had some other ones that they added in there. The, the Wonder Twins obviously were a goofy one. I think there was one with, like Ultraman where he was added in there too. Oh, but Ultraman, he had the same powers as Superman, but he can only use them one at a time. Okay. Well, so, you know, kind of, kind of cheesier D-list characters kind of that never really got okay. it. Kind of silly ones. Like, there was one like Elect- but, Electricity Boy where he could, like, shoot lightning out of his fingers. I don't know. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> he was just like force. a Sith Lord. He was like gotcha. a... No, nah, he was like a Jubilee. <laughs> so, <laughs> get out of here, Jubilee. So, the fireworks. <laughs> so, is Cyborg a main character in the Justice League world? Because I don't know anything about this guy. No, he's a young guy. I mean, not really, to my knowledge. No, I mean, he's, he's, he's later on, but I don't mind him. I, I, he can be the Justice League, fuck. I mean, okay. or I mean, introduced with this, this cast. I mean, I think he's a badass here. I think he'll add a lot of eye candy to a lot of fights. I think that'll be badass. Okay. Well, and and the problem is, is they couldn't put Green Lantern in there because, because that, that guy's doing something else. Yeah. <laughs> he switched sides. Well, <laughs> well the other... <laughs> The other question I had was, I have not seen the Flash TV show on Netflix. Have you guys seen the Flash show at all? Nor Supergirl, nor Arrow. Okay, because I was curious, 
Is the actor that was portrayed in Batman and Superman the same actor in the Flash no, show? No, it is not. No. They're, they're recasting for the Flash uh, with Ezra Miller, who's uh, okay. a very good actor. I, I like him a lot. But, um, yeah, they're already building to the, the movies. Do you remember the dream sequence where Bruce would pass out on his table? And there was that part where someone was going, Hey, Lois! Who is that? That's the Flash. And he's in, yeah. his, he's in his apocalypse armor. Uh, that's the like. Flash. Yes, that's okay. the Flash. I like because he because he said, "Did I come back too soon? I came back too soon." <laughs> and, then he, and he dipped out, which kind of shows well, a little bit of the character of the Flash, where he's kind of you know. Goofy, here's the goofy. here's the thing though. Like when they did that, my my cousin, who is a comic, he, you know, my cousin has uh, for all those out there, I love him to death. He's a great kid. Uh, he has he has autism, um, and he know he can retain comic book knowledge. And he's not a DC guy, but he turned to me. And he goes, is that the Flash? And I said, no, there's no way that's the Flash. There's no way. Because I, I, I thought that they phoned that one in, too. They forced that shit just a little too quick, too. Hmm. Well, yeah, because that's actually, I have two more gripes. but uh, Well, a few more, but uh, not more than two more. But that's not necessary. Wonder Woman was not necessary. Aquaman, Flash, and Cyborg was not necessary. Because this is how I felt. And I'm very sorry, guys, and you may disagree with me. My favorite Spider-Man movie was The Amazing Spider-Man 2. I like hey. that one a lot. Not Spider-Man 2, The Amazing Spider-Man 2. Electro. And they were, yeah, uh, Electro and then the Green Goblin. Yeah. Um, I liked that movie a lot. And this felt like Amazing Spider-Man 2. They're giving us all this stuff for future films and future sequels, and then Middle Finger. <laughs> we're not giving you that <laughs> and that's what I felt when I first saw all these video clips and it's like because for the fans uh, Bruce Wayne hacks into Lex Luthor's computer system for just for the sake of making this a short story and he sees all these symbols and it's Wonder Woman, Cyborg Aquaman and Flash and what they've done in surveillance footage or whatever and it is that necessary for this movie and I don't think it is I mean, that's my big question with this. And getting all these people introduced with no speaking parts, is it necessary? Yeah, I think they're just... I, I just don't I, think I it think, is. I, well, I think they're just trying to build hype. They're just trying to make yeah. it known that this is what they're doing, this is their plan type thing. And they, yeah, again, they're trying to play catch-up. And, I, I mean, is it the smartest decision? No, but I guarantee you once they they get the ball rolling, then I think they'll be okay. I'm, I'm really hoping, like, understand this. I have a lot of faith in the Justice League movie. I have a do lot you? of I, I really do because the movies like there where you have everyone together facing one foe. So it all depends on their foe. I don't know who the foe is yet. I don't know if it's going to be Darkseid or who is the big bad. Is that is that Darkseid the big bad? He well I I mean it depends on what storyline they're going with. So there's there's because there's a few different villains uh, they can go with that. I hope it's just not someone kind of too one-sided like it had to be like brainiac who brainiac is is a superman villain you know and just like well why is, don't just justice league go after brainiac go after a, a justice league enemy but um anyway okay my, i have a lot of faith in it because i those that group their powers i think are are pretty badass and i like to watch them a bit more in combo i guess and in this style just because of the last few fight scenes that i've seen in man of steel and this other one it's just, it really is kind of very cartoony and very action, kind of eye-candy friendly. I think it's really cool if it, if it goes into, like, just a solid half-an-hour fight scene of Justice League, that'll be worth it. We'll get to see some Flash action, we'll get to see some Cyborg doing some crazy shit from, a, from Melee shit. He's, he's got this, anyway, this big old punch, dude. Okay. Well, okay, well, I'm sorry. What's Aquaman gonna do? I mean, don't worry about him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I'm he sure makes he makes Vinny Chase the biggest actor on the planet, so of course we got to put Aquaman in there. No, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm I'm I I I'm 100% apologizing for jumping on the hate Aquaman bandwagon, but really, what does the motherfucker do? Man, he'll splash you. Thing? He's gonna splash you. He's gonna get you wet. And oh, okay, well, look, at you. look at you. Look at you, smartass. Now you're all wet. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> you're right. Yeah, I don't want to be wet. You gotta you fight know? in those yeah. wet clothes. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. Uh, give me a moment. We'll go ahead and change. <laughs> um, well, next... here's the thing. Aquaman was one of Superman's original buddies. Like, they back in the, like, 60s, 
they had like uh, Aquaman, Superman, Power Hour, whatever the fuck it was. So like Aquaman's been with Superman from the beginning, regardless of whether whether we like him or not. It'd be like having an Iron Man without War Machine, you know, like because they're doing the Justice League movie, you have to have Aquaman in it because he is he's he's basically the Robin ish version to super for Superman in the Justice League. Okay. Because they were they were they were like they were like buddies. They were like they were like weird buddies. Well, <laughs> you know, watch them like conveniently fight in like next to a pool or something. Yeah. <laughs> and Aquaman just comes out with his trident and stabs. Like Aquaman, <laughs> wait a second. First off, I don't think you ever wanted to go into the water, but where'd you get those fish from? Like they just don't sit yeah. in a swimming pool, dude. He's throw a white, great white shark at you. It's like it's someone's yeah. backyard, man. I, I think yeah, I think that yeah. the reason I think Sharknado was a prequel to this movie for to the Aquaman yeah. movie. <laughs> I'm curious. It's gonna be. If you thought Superman was hard to go on the big screen, I'm wondering how they're gonna do Aquaman because yeah, that's <laughs> gonna be that's gonna be hard. Okay, here's my, here's uh, not to make the show go on for hours, but my other big gripe is, and I want to make this clear, I am not a. I don't know how to say this without sounding like a total douchebag. Um, well, you might as well go ahead and sound like a douchebag. Yeah, uh, I am not. I am not a feminist kind of guy, but this movie completely shits on females. It's ridiculous. And I'll give you my case in point. Amy Adams is a terrific actress. I love her in majority of the films that she is in. One of my favorite parts that she's in is The Fighter with Christian Bale. Lois Lane gets the shaft in this. We see her, you know, doing her little thing. Superman saves her, right? And I know that happens in the comics, blah, blah, blah. But this is my gripe. She's bathing and we get side boob, which is a wonderful side boob. <clears throat> but she does nothing. Absolutely nothing. She's a damsel about? in distress. She has the superpower of uh, always being there. Exactly. <laughs> she does nothing. And Wonder Woman is worse than her because we don't know anything about Wonder Woman. And she's just she's just there and then yeah, when she becomes Wonder Woman and she starts fighting Doomsday, she has some cool ass shit. But other than that, she's just foo-fooed aside. Like, it, it, they, was, it, was, they, it was nothing. Do you want to talk about somebody that they talk about that had been, like, out of the game for a while? She was like, I, I quit this shit 100 years ago. I don't know what the hell you guys are doing now. Which totally explains why she doesn't have the invisible jet in this. But she does have the lasso. She does. <laughs> like, she does. You know, I mean, Wonder Woman, for me, as a character, was somebody that never necessarily mattered other than to, like, advance other stories. But but I love the fact they bring her in. This is you and I have the exact opposite idea of this movie, Jordan. In every yeah, single we do. <laughs> like we she's, do. You know, you know who she is, kind of, sort of, you know, ish, until they basically flat out tell you who she is. But like, oh, she, yeah, yeah. she develops the story, like because this is what Bruce Wayne slash Batman always does. He get he basically the the video you sent explains why Batman has to gather intel. He's you not a fucking yeah. He's not an alien. He has to gather intel. He he has to figure out who his enemy is. So we can outmaneuver him right. with you know with all this other stuff. So he realizes that Lex Luthor's going to be a, an enemy. He realizes Lex Luthor's got something planned. So he goes in there and tries to figure it out. Meanwhile, Wonder Woman advancing the story, she comes in and is doing the exact same thing that Batman's doing. But she gives up. She, she does give up, but you know that's because she real. She basically tells why she gave up. I got out of this a hundred years ago. I was done. I, I was done. Well, she. Made, I don't know how long ago she says, but she. She was like, I got out of this game. You know what? I'm in over my head. I'm done. You guys take over. And then they. They. She realizes that she just can't do it. Just like every other character that we've been talking about in this series realizes. As much as I hate doing this every single day, I have no choice. This is what it is. This is who I am. I'm going to take it. I'm going to wake up tomorrow, and I'm going to hate my job, and I'm going to hate the fact that I'm going to do this. But you know what? I have no choice. Bad people what... are out there. You know? Yeah. Okay, well, here. I'll make it very clear. And I know you guys are going to hate me for this. This is the movie that I was expecting. And it's because of the track record. I was expecting a Freddy versus Jason. I was expecting a King Kong versus Godzilla. Like, I was expecting two big titans... And an epic fucking battle, which we did get. But they quickly turned to be buddies very, very quickly. And that's what took me out of it. Because we get, for the first hour, 
Batman, Brody, Mad, Clark Kent, Burr, and then they have this battle that Superman didn't want even to fight anyway, and they have a fight, and then they quickly turn, and then, oh, look, here's Wonder Woman to come help us with Doomsday. It just, it just felt shoehorned. It felt unnecessary. I'm coming in spending $8, $10 on a ticket to see Batman versus Superman, and I got 15 minutes of it. And I just, I just, I just really wish there was more camp, more fun than just 15 minutes of them throwing down. I just, I, that was my biggest disappointment. Is I wanted something fun, and I didn't well, walk out fair having enough. Fun. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. They, they totally build this movie as Batman versus Superman, and the three of us have discussed it, and a lot of other people who know what we know about these kinds of series know that this movie was a builder for Justice League, and it was a second movie in the Batman, or excuse me, uh, Superman series. Yeah. Um, you know, they built this movie just so people would go see it and did not give them at all what they went to see. <laughs> you know, oh, they, yeah. gave them, they gave them the prequel to the Justice League movie. Yeah, I gave them a pilot. Which is fine. Yeah, which is fine. I, I just, I just, I just wish it was more fun, you know, because when I go into the Nolan trilogy, I'm expecting serious realism, making me think, drama. I go into a movie called Batman versus Superman. I want two or three fights. I think that this was. You think this was real? I I thought that one thing that Zack Snyder does very well is cinematography. Is his camera work. He knows where to put the camera, and he knows what to put in that shot too. Those shots where you see the uh, Superman, the the cape. Just kind of like just slowly in the distance, just kind of floating down. Like that's that's a very real feel. Like that's something that I don't think we've seen very well depicted in a lot of Superman movies, where it's like this real gloomy day. Like it's an actual day outside, and yeah. Superman just kind of comes in almost unwillingly, just be like hey, everyone, I'm fucking here to just do that thing again. You yeah. know, and it, I I really like the way he he did that. I. Um, I, again, I agree with you. Again, we already talked about that. That all the stories smashing together, just moving along, blah 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 blah. And that's well, that's gonna be everyone's gripe. If you like it, then then I that's cool. I liked it for what it was. It was still entertaining to me. I gave it a lot of a lot of forgiveness just because again I liked it. And if you don't, that's fine. I understand why. I, I can completely understand why. I do like Wonder Woman. I thought that she is total badass. I thought that the casting choice is fantastic. She plays that role so well, I believe every bit of it, that she's just kicking ass as Wonder Woman. She is just, she, she, she carries it. She is Wonder Woman. It's great. She's very good at Wonder Woman. Yes, I agree with you. She's a very good Wonder Woman. Little Kim Kardashian look like, but other than that, she looks <laughs> like. Uh, I, I like it. Just kind of like this, uh, this, she's just, this Amazonian look, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. She's very, very, very tall. Very beautiful woman. Oh, yeah. Very yeah. good. So it was, it was um, good. I liked, I liked it. And, uh, I, I, you know what? As far as realism goes, I, I thought everything was handled actually very, very well with it. Besides, it maybe they were, you know, in the, the the spaceship part where Lex Luthor was activating it, and there was electricity kind of going off around it. And everyone's just like, "Oh, what's that?" I know. Let's all cram the fuck in there and get the trucks and cameras as close as possible. Oh, there's these. This is electric electricity everywhere. Everybody, like, just all around us. We should definitely not be standing far away in a safe fucking zone. Now, speaking of that, and this is my last thing so we can cut it out here, guys. Um, Movie logic, I understand. Comic book movie, I understand. Um, Why would they put an alien spaceship in the middle of the city? That's where Zod's spaceship crashed. That's where it cra- That's where it crashed. And they didn't know how to move it. They were studying it, so they just blocked that's it where off. It crashed. Walled it off. Yeah, that's where it crashed. Okay. And they, they just walled off the ship. The, that city blocked and got rid of everything around it. And they just covered okay. it up and said, "We're going to figure it out. We're going to study it." Okay, my fault because I haven't seen Man of Steel for a little. And bit, it was so. keep in mind it was eighteen months. They they tell you flat out it was only eighteen months, a year and a half. True. Between this between between Superman movie and this movie. Yeah. Um. And the last bit of thing I have to say is not about this movie at all. It's about Zack Snyder. I think Zack Snyder is getting tremendous amount of flack. Um, I think the guy, if you really look at his track record, besides just maybe one film, uh, Zack Snyder is a hell of a filmmaker. Uh, this guy 
this guy introduced us to fast running zombies really with Dawn of the Dead remake one arguably the best remakes of all time because mm-hmm. there's a lot of shit out there and he did a very good job he made 300 climb off the page and he made my favorite superhero movie of all time Watchmen yeah. I mean this guy knows what the fuck he's doing I don't know why people hate on him he came out the same time as Paul W. Anderson and uh He's doing Resident Evil 15, so uh, who's better? I don't really know. <laughs> well, he's DC's, he's DC's boy now because he's doing... He um, yeah, I mean, he, he did uh, Man of Steel, and he did this movie, and he's doing both Justice Leagues. Yeah, uh, he's, he's, he's not bad. Uh, guys, I thought of this uh, earlier tonight, and I'm sorry I didn't talk to you guys about it before the show, but I thought of making it a little bit easier for our fans and also for you guys for a rating. This is a simple 50-50. See it, don't see it. I think that's a good way of saying it because it gets confusing after a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, who, uh, Ed, would you like to go first? Would you see or uh, would you say see it or don't go see Superman uh, versus Batman? It depends on who you are. I love this movie. I love every aspect of it. I, I mean, the only things that I had anything negative thoughts about were all revolving around Lex Luthor. And I think that, like, even though it didn't come across well on film, it still was what you were expecting if you read the comics and you see the comics. And I am not the most, I'm not, I'm nowhere near the comic book guys, okay? I'm, I'm, I have nowhere near their knowledge. But I do have at least more than average knowledge of comics. And that's what I saw here. I saw everything having to do with all the comics I've read about Superman, about Batman, about the Justice League, about the story. And that's where I found myself falling into was, hey, I imagined this when I was reading it, and now it looks like that in modern filmmaking. That That being said, if you're like that, if you have more than your average knowledge, or even just a slightly above average knowledge of comics, see it. Absolutely go see it. If you don't, you're not going to like what you see. You're not going to like the fact that this movie is so filled with so many things. You're not going to like that it's campy. And the people who love the Batman series, the Nolan Batman series, are going to hate this movie. I would agree with you just on that, that. Just that simple. So if you're a lover of those series, you're not going to like this. You just won't. So I wouldn't waste my money. I'd rent it, I'd rent it you know, for the six bucks it comes out on, you know, on demand or whatever. But... You know, if you're like us, the, you know, the, if you're if you're listening to this podcast, you're definitely like us. You love the same things that we do. I would say see it. Other than that, don't tell your buddies not to bother because they'll just make fun of you about how much you love this movie. Okay, Eric, do you have anything to add to that? I mean, do you do you say see it or don't I'll, see it? I'll, I'll keep say, it plain and I'll keep it plain and simple. I guess um, it's a two and a half hour long movie, everyone. So I think that you're probably going to make your decision based off of that more than if the content is good or bad. Uh, from hearing from one person to another, I think the time is going to be the bigger factor in it. I enjoyed the movie. I thought it was it was great. The characters are identifiable, even if you just have a brief knowledge of who Superman, of who Batman, of who Wonder Woman is. You don't really need to know about the rest of the characters. You might be a little lost on it, but it's not going to do you any disservice. Anyway, uh, that being said, I thought it was enjoyable. It was it was fun action. We got to see some some cool scenes uh, of them beating some people up. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, go see it. I mean, if you were willing to go out and go, want them to go see, you know. Why the hell not? I, I liked it. But yeah. uh, if you miss it, then, you know, okay. <laughs> I would say see it because cause, cause I like it. But, again, like, I can understand. I mean, just because it's, it's how long and Lex Luthor is. If you're, if you're not a comic book person. But, yeah, for the most part, God, I feel like, I feel like an old Jew here. It just, <laughs> you know, you know, you, you want to be going to go see it. But, you know, you don't have to. But you, you should if you can. But not if you not if you don't want to, like yeah, like, like a Larry I mean, David type of character there. <laughs> I go, uh, for go me, see, go see this it. movie was pretty 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 good. <laughs> um, after our after after having our discussion, and of course I. I'm not going to change my personal opinion about the movie. I have gripes with it, but I am going to agree with you two and say go see it because if you're going to spend money on seeing Ant-Man, go see this one. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, and what I mean by that is that Ant-Man's a good movie, but when I first heard Ant-Man was going to be a standalone movie, it's like, what? Uh, you know? This so, movie's darker 
DC's yeah, a bit yeah, darker I mean, than the Marvels. Mm-hmm. No, it is. I, I, yeah, I like it. I mean, I I say see it. I personally don't like some things about it, but I did enjoy what I saw. I don't feel like I was gypped out of my ten bucks. Um, so I I, I, I well Tony because the wife, but <laughs> you know it, it it was it was a it was a decent movie. It does not deserve a thirty six thirty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know why they're giving it that. This is not worse than Fan Four Stick. So I don't know why people are doing that for it, but no, overall it's a good movie, and I think it's something that you guys should definitely check out. But uh, that wraps up for our uh, Batman vs Superman retrospective series and Batman vs Superman movie review. We'll be back soon, very soon, in two weeks with our Alien retrospective series episode, which that's my favorite franchise of all time. So I cannot wait to talk about that. I'm sure you guys will be bored to death with all the <laughs> no, info I, that I have. Love me some aliens. And, or oh, yeah, I love Alien. It. We're just doing Alien, right? Uh, well, we're doing all of them. All, 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 or just the main three? All of them, all of them, all of them in a, all of them in a retrospective episode. Yeah, even, about all of them. even Resurrection. Resurrection and Prometheus, <laughs> man. All right, let's do it. Because we I watch, don't, Eric, I we don't, watch the movies because they don't want to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I got I a lot own, to say about that, then. I own two comics. I own Alien versus Predator versus Terminator. Okay. Which is actually good, <laughs> if, believe it or not. And I own Batman versus Aliens, which is terrible. But <laughs> you got that coming along. And also, since we're talking about it here now before we close the show, do you guys, for the Alien series, want to include the Alien versus Predator stuff? Or you guys just want to talk about the alien Just films the right alien there. stuff. Yeah, just, just the alien just stuff. Just aliens. <laughs> just aliens. All right, that sounds good. All right, we'll be talking about aliens soon. Other than that, make sure to check us out on Twitter, on Facebook, and also MovieGuysPodcast.com. Thank you so much, everybody, for the downloads, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a good night. Later. Peace.